Good afternoon and welcome to Montana at Noon. Your Weather Command forecast for North Central Montana says, Rest of today, mostly cloudy, a 50% chance of rain in the afternoon, highs 45 to 50, south winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a 20% chance of rain in the evening, lows 35 to 40, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Sunday, breezy, mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy, highs 50 to 55. West winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles per hour in the afternoon. Sunday night, colder, mostly clear, lows around 25. West winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Monday, mostly cloudy, highs 45 to 50. South winds up to 10 miles per hour. Monday night, mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of rain, lows 30 to 35. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, highs around 50. Tuesday night and Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain and snow, lows around 30, highs around 45. Wednesday night and Thursday, partly cloudy, lows 20 to 25, highs around 45. Thursday night and Friday, partly cloudy, lows around 20, highs 40 to 45. Here are today's news headlines. Recently, there has been an increase of scammers that have been targeting Montanans by claiming to be a part of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Sandra Barker, spokesperson for the Salt Lake City FBI, talks about how many people in Montana are affected by scammers. The FBI's internet crime report for 2022 showed that there were over 11,000 victims of government impersonation scams and people lost over $240 million. In Montana in 2022, we are aware of 44 victims who lost approximately $48,000 to these scammers. But keep in mind, these are just numbers and people who are reporting it to us. There are probably a lot more cases out there that we're not aware of. So if people want to call and file a complaint, You can definitely do so by calling the FBI at 800-CALL-FBI. We also have an online tip form at tip.fbi.gov. And then you can also file a report with our Internet Crime Complaint Center, and that's at IC3, the letters IC, the number 3.gov. She also talks about how people can help stop these scams. So really, we encourage people to report these scams to our IC3 because even just filing a complaint allows us to identify leads and patterns that we receive daily, and then those complaints are then referred to to the appropriate law enforcement agency. So even if you don't think it's a big deal, call us and let us know just so we can have record of that and use that also more in public awareness and crime prevention education efforts. According to preliminary data compiled by AgroWeather Media, it was wetter than normal in Haver and surrounding areas during October. Rain and melted snow tallied 1.3 inches or 73 percent above the long-term normal precipitation of three-quarters of an inch. Measurable moisture of at least 0.01 inch was recorded on nine days, which is well above the normal of just five days. Snowfall totaled 5.7 inches compared to the normal of two inches. In Haver, the average temperature of 42.8 degrees was 1.3 degrees below the normal of 44.1 degrees. A Wolf Point woman who admitted to a murder charge in the death of a child on the Fort Peck Indian Reservation was sentenced on October 30th to 16 years and three months in prison to be followed by five years of supervised release. Heather Dawn Smith, a.k.a. Heather Dawn Yellow Owl, pleaded guilty in May to second-degree murder. Chief U.S. District Judge Brian M. Morris presided over the case. 
Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks is seeking public comment on a draft revision to the Upland Game Bird Enhancement Program Strategic Plan. The strategic plan was written in 2011 using recommendations and guidance from the UGBP Council. The plan is intended to provide a common understanding for how the program will be administered and implemented. To view the revised plan and to comment, go to the link in the story at HighlineToday.com. The deadline to comment is November 30th. The Montana Wheat and Barley Committee Board will meet on Monday, November 27th in person at the Montana Wheat and Barley Committee offices and via Zoom beginning at 10 a.m. The agenda is tentatively set to review budgets and to address general updates. The public is invited to participate at the Montana Wheat and Barley Committee Board meetings. To view an agenda for the meeting and learn more about the committee, visit the department's website at montanawbc.com. For information to join the meeting virtually or to request an agenda, please contact the Montana Wheat and Barley Committee at 406-761-7732 or by email at wbc.mt.gov. It was announced the U.S. Department of Commerce through the National Institute of Standards and Technology will establish the U.S. Artificial Intelligence Safety Institute to lead the U.S. government's efforts on AI safety and trust, particularly for evaluating the most advanced AI models. USAISI will support the responsibilities assigned to the Department of Commerce under the executive order of President Biden. USAISI will facilitate the development of standards for safety, security, and testing of AI models, develop standards for authenticating AI-generated content, and provide testing environments for researchers to evaluate emerging AI risks and address known impacts. Now let's take a look at your weekend sports roundup. After defeating Lockwood and losing to Billing Central on Thursday at the Eastern A Volleyball Divisional, the Haverbly Ponies faced the Dawson County Red Devils in a loser-out contest on Friday afternoon. After Dawson County captured the first two sets, Haver battled back, taking sets three and four to force the deciding fifth set. The Red Devils earned the victory in the fifth, advancing in the tournament and securing a state tournament berth. The match scores were 19-25, 16-25, 25-21, 25-18, and 6-15. Kiana Jarvis had a balanced overall match with 10 kills, 15 digs, 4 blocks, and 2 aces. Britton Elliott contributed 4 kills, 14 digs, 1 block, 1 assist, and 1 ace in the match. Libero Adiolson dug the balls 30 times and added 4 assists in the match. Friday's afternoon loss ends the Blue Ponies 2023 volleyball campaign. The Frontier Conference held their cross-country championships in Great Falls on Friday. On the women's side of the top three teams were Carroll College, Montana Tech, and Rocky Mountain College. Carlin Manning of Montana Tech was the women's champion. The top three men's teams were Carroll, Rocky, and Tech. The men's champion was Jackson Wilson of Rocky Mountain College. Two MSU Northern runners competed in the men's race. Jaden Kuhn finished 30th and Dalton Hagen finished 31st. The Montana State University Northern Skylights volleyball team wraps up the home portion of their Frontier Conference schedule on Saturday night when they host Rocky Mountain College. Skylights coach Jerry Wagner told new media broadcasters what the environment should be like on Saturday night. Again, this is playoff atmosphere stuff down the stretch here, and Rocky's part of that. We've played them well in the preseason. We played them well down there, just too sporadic, but I think we've... Uh, really short some things up, but it's going to be a playoff atmosphere. Haley George is the only senior on the Skylights roster. Coach Wagner tells us about her contributions to the program. Haley's going to be a, a four-year person, and, and in that four years, she's been a, a significant uh, player off the bench. Brilliant student, loyal teammate. Haley's well prepared for her, her next step into being a registered nurse in a BSN. The Badland Bears and Skylights face off on Saturday night at 6 p.m. inside the Armory Gymnasium on the MSU Northern Campus.
The Montana State University Northern Skylights were back in Great Falls Friday night for the second game in two nights to face Corbin College and were victorious 82-56. Like on Friday, the Skylights jumped out to an 11-point lead after one quarter of play, 28-17, and never looked back in the contest. Each quarter, the Skylights widened their lead as they led by 16 at halftime, 22 after three quarters of play, and earned the victory with a comfortable 26-point margin. In the victory over Corbin, MSU Northern shot 56% from the field, 44% from three-point range, and 85% from the free-throw line. Four players scored in double digits for the Skylights. Super senior Riley Kerr led the way with 21 points, Savannah Toms added 12, Cheyenne Crass contributed 11, and Taya Trottier scored 10. The Skylights' victory increased their record to 2-0 on the young season and now have a couple of weeks off until they will be back in Great Falls on Friday, November 17th when they face Stevens College. It was an offensive struggle all game long for the MSU Northern Lights basketball team on Friday night as they fell in double overtime to William Jessup University by a final score of 83-82. The Lights trailed 35-29 at the half. For the game, Northern shot just 29.5% from the floor going 26 for 88, while William Jessup shot 31 of 67 or 46.3% from the floor. The lights were great on the offensive glass out rebounding the Warriors 27-15 leading to 31 second chance points. Northern was 18 of 27 from the free throw line. Xavier Bailey made a runner in the lane with 1.2 seconds left in regulation to send the game to overtime. Both teams scored 8 points in the first overtime, forcing overtime number 2. In that second overtime, the lights were outscored 11-10. Zachary Martinez led Northern with 29 points on the night. Miles Dalton had 13 points, and Jacob Randall added 13 points and 4 blocks. Leading scorer for William Jessup was Miles Corey with 32 points. The lights are now 2-1 on the season and will play two more games in California. Saturday versus Menlo College at 5.30 p.m. and Monday night versus Pacific Union College at 8 p.m. And last but not least, here is your sports rundown for the week. For Haver High, football is playing on the road in Dillon where they take on the Beaverhead County Beavers. The game is set for today at 1 p.m. and you can listen to it on KOJM. For eight-man football playoffs today, Superior will be at Fort Benton and Weibo will be at Belt. For six-man football playoffs today, Freud Lake will be at CJI. For MSU Northern, volleyball is at home for Senior and Parents Night tonight versus Rocky Mountain College with a scheduled start time of 7 p.m. Men's basketball continues their California road trip and will be in Northern California for games at Men's College today and versus Pacific Union College on Monday. And football has its senior day today against Montana Tech. Kickoff from Tillman Field is scheduled for 12 p.m. and you can listen to the game on KBQX. Those were today's news headlines and your weekend sports roundup. There are no funeral notices today, so we'll take one last look at your weather command forecast. Rest of today, mostly cloudy, a 50% chance of rain in the afternoon, highs 45 to 50, south winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a 20% chance of rain in the evening, lows 35 to 40, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Sunday, breezy, mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy, highs 50 to 55, west winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles per hour in the afternoon. Sunday night, colder, mostly clear, lows around 25, west winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Monday, mostly cloudy, highs 45 to 50, south winds up to 10 miles per hour. Monday night, mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of rain, lows 30 to 35, 
Tuesday, mostly cloudy, highs around 50. Tuesday night and Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain and snow. Lows around 30, highs around 45. Wednesday night and Thursday, partly cloudy, lows 20 to 25, highs around 45. Thursday night and Friday, partly cloudy, lows around 20, highs 40 to 45. This has been Montana at Noon. Seven days a week, we are your primary source for news and information. For new media broadcasters, I'm Kendall Brown. Have a great afternoon.